You're tuned into Exercise for the Mind, where we give you the best tips on battling mental health with the strength of your body. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Exercise for the Mind. I'm your host, Raina Wall, and the founder of this podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about some of the misconceptions behind nutrition and how to improve your eating habits. So just a disclaimer before I get started, I am not a professional. This is coming from experience and research, not expertise yet. <laughs> so from to get started, from the Healthline research, they kind of started off by highlighting the fact that food is meant to be enjoyed, not weighed, not counted, and not tracked. That is very important to keeping a healthy relationship with food. Healthy eating is important because ultimately food is fuel. Your body needs energy to survive, and I'm sure a lot of you are familiar familiar with the hangry feeling. Um, the hangry feeling comes from the lack of food, the lack of fuel, and your body's close step to survival mode, which is not anywhere closer to the energy you need to survive. So I want to start off by talking about how much is too much and how little is too little. So we're going to find that perfect median here. So too much can lead to health risks and obesity, um, which leads to type 2 diabetes, obstructive sleep apnea, which is just pretty much lack of sleep, um, heart, liver, and kidney disease. And then too little would lead to health, also lead to health risks of anorexia, which is going to be weakness, fatigue, um, hair loss, and so many more bad symptoms so you're going to want to find this healthy medium so what is healthy um not processed foods so processed foods are linked with increased mortality cancer heart disease and depressive symptoms processed foods also have a lot less nutrients needed for good health whole foods is what i talked about a little bit in episode eight i believe um whole foods are linked to increased longevity which is just increased life (laughs) and disease protection so i will always push whole foods i'll always push plant-based because that's personally what i believe in but there's so many different ways you can go with this whole foods is generally going to win the battle over processed foods though um so but like i said there's so many different ways you can go with it so let's talk about diets um diets are never necessary but they can be effective depending on your goals this is not a diet episode though so i will not cover much on that Um, But healthy eating is the main concept we're going to be focusing on. So this is considered healthy eating is considered nutrient rich foods. Um, So the basics of that is going to be nutrient density. So this is focusing on nutrients, not so much calories. Um, Macro counting is another name for it. So it's the the counting of the proteins, fats, carbs, mineral and minerals and vitamins. Um, So the amount of nutrients you get in food compared to calories, you're going to want to look for these optimal ratios. So an example would be, I hate to say this, but mac and cheese is a bad example of a nutrient-dense food. It is so high in calories, but not very high in nutrients. Um, And eggs would be a better example. So eggs are lower in calories, which isn't necessarily the primary thing we're going to focus on. It's not really about calories. It's more about nutrients, but it's the ratio you want to look at. So if you're seeing that the calories are high in something, but the nutrients are low, it's probably going to be something that's highly processed and not so good for you. While you look at eggs, which are very low calorie, but high in protein and high in different nutrients that you need, it's going to be a lot better for you. 
And then another important thing is going to be focusing on the diet diversity. So a diverse diet supports gut health, healthy body weight, and protects against chronic disease. So this just means different vegetables, different different ways of getting proteins and introducing them one at a time. So you're going to want to have a variety of proteins, a variety of fats, a variety of carbs, a variety of minerals, a variety, a variety of vitamins, because variety is key for gut health. And it's super important. Um, I talked a little bit about this for nutrient-dense, but macronutrient ratios. So your meals should be balanced between protein, fat, and carbs. And proteins and fats added to high-fiber carbs is ideal for ultimate satisfaction. So for that feeling of fullness um, and curbing the feelings of hunger. So while counting macros isn't typically necessary for the average person, it's more pushed upon athletes, but it can be super effective for getting over any calorie counting and finding a new way to still have control in a way, but in a more effective way for your goals. Um, so for protein, protein is going to be the first nutrient that we're going to focus on, the macronutrient. Um, a few benefits of protein is that it speeds up your metabolism because it's harder to break down. So it takes more energy to break it down in your body. And it keeps you fuller for longer because how long it takes to break it down, it's satiating you or satisfying you longer internally while it digests it. And it also helps with quicker muscle recovery. It curbs hunger because it keeps you fuller longer and it builds lean mass. Um, for protein, there are only four calories per gram, which is lower on the scale. So you, you can eat more with lower calories. Carbs also spare proteins and fats for other uses in the body. So instead of burning off fat and protein for your energy, you're gonna build up, you're gonna burn off carbs so that your protein can help to rebuild the, those muscle fibers and fats can also be stored for long-term energy. And for carbs, there are also, just like protein, there are four calories per gram, but usually carbs, are, there are gonna be more carbs in the foods you eat. Um, for carbs, it is recommended that you get 60 to 65% of your consumed calories in this nutrient. So the FDA typically recommends about 275 grams a day in a 2000 calorie diet, which is the recommended diet. Um, there's myths about these carbs, which people think they cause weight gain, um, they're bad and they're unhealthy, but the truths are that they lower physical activity or they lower physical activity levels. Um, a lack of carbs can cause few hours of sleep. There are stress and emotional factors that play a part based on your carb intake. And then for fats, which is the last macronutrient. So fats are going to have about nine calories per gram. So they're going to be the higher caloric nutrient. Um, but these fats store energy. So fats serve as the, the most important role for storing energy. They are good for vitamins. So our fat solu soluble vitamins are A, E, D, and K. And these are all absorbed in the body's fat tissue, which keep us warm. They also protect the body from trauma and there are good fats and bad fats. So good fats would be unsaturated and bad fats would be trans and saturated. So there are different ways to calculate your macro intakes and those can be done through various different apps, various different online portals that you can find to calculate what your intake would be depending on your goals. Um, so I highly recommend focusing more on macronutrients rather than calories when you're going 
to navigate the nu- nutrition world and finding out what works for your body to feed the mental health and feed your brain enough for you so that you can function actively, clearly, and efficiently throughout your day. That is all I have for you guys today. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify and Apple, as well as any other social media platform linked in the description. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed today and do not forget to keep moving.